0: This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School. This is Your Money on Business Radio. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Your Money, SiriusXM 132, Business Radio. That's powered by the Wharton School and Kent Smith is a professor here at the Wharton campus in Philadelphia, and remember, we are live every Tuesdays from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. It's 2 to 3 p.m. for those of you on the West Coast. And the purpose of the show is simply help you make better decisions with your own money. So you, you know you can call me and ask me anything about your money. You know the drill. Now it's the time to give me a call live on Tuesdays from just 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. So grab the phone. Give me a call here at 1-844-WARTON, just like this school name, W-H-A-R. T O N. That's one eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. With that, let me introduce my first guest, uh, Kenneth uh, Van Lewin, who is the founder and managing director of Van Lewin & Company. It's based in Princeton, New Jersey, based in Toronto this week. And uh, he's uh, been around for a while and also appeared numerous times at CNBC's business news program called Power Lunch. Welcome to the show, Ken. Well, thank you. And if you have a question, especially about special needs, that's a particularly great time to call 1 844 Wharton. That's 1 844 9 And he, uh, he wrote a, a recent article uh, uh, at Ken for Financial Advice uh, uh, Magazine. And so, certainly, dealing um, with the finance issues is, is very challenging uh, you know, for, uh, for a special uh, needs child. I mean, it it changes the landscape quite a bit in how we think about long-term planning and so forth. Uh, So uh, caring for a child with special needs certainly can be, you know, expensive. So what is your advice to parents as they decide, you know, who can care for the child in the the event, especially if they would not be able to do so as the parents get older?
1: Well, I think one of the things is, Kent, is that um, parents need to discuss with other families as family members, especially, let's go to family member group first, um, about the needs, and frankly they should, you know, also the potential difficulties um, that they may face as as the parents get older, and, you know, uh, communication is key, Um, making sure that people, you know, clearly understand the expectations and... Um, you know, the, the issues surrounding a, a child or an adult with special needs. So communication is really the best place yeah. to start.
0: And if, if maybe it's your only child and you don't have other, you know, uh, siblings and so forth. So um, what what you suggest in that case?
1: Um, you mean if it's an only child?
0: Yeah, like if it's an only child and there's no clear, you know, siblings or somebody immediately in the family.
1: Well, I think one of the things is the benefit that we have um, in today's world is that very much so on the state level, there are agencies, um, governmental agencies, um, that will help um, care for your child. I mean, you should get to know them, frankly, as soon as um, your child does have the diagnosis. And in many times it, it comes very early in life. Um, So, you know, just get to know all the different programs, get to know that people in your community, get to know who's out there, um, that people you can trust. And frankly, there's a lot of, you know, um, people that will help, um, but it's really an education process yeah when you've identified that need yeah
0: all right so let's now talk about financial planning um, you know certainly there's various options out there you know 529 EBO plans um, special needs trusts and so forth before getting into all of that what are some kind of first steps you know uh, parents should be thinking about when it comes to the, the financial planning for their special needs child
1: well, um, when they know or they have the diagnosis that they have a special needs child, they, the first step is to come to grips with the situation. Um, to look at it, you know, openly and um, with clear eyes and clear expectations. Yep. I mean, um, the the last thing that you're going to want to do is not be realistic in what you're thinking is, meaning that you believe that the child or even the adult will not be special needs after a period of time. Right. Um, it's not something that changes necessarily. I mean, some some people do, um, are able to what they call mainstream. But I think that it's important that people really realize and come to grip with that honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they should also um, seek the counsel. The first step is I would really seek the counsel of an attorney who is specialized in this area in dealing with children or adults with special needs, because the first step should be to draft um, or prepare a fi- a, um, a special needs trust, um, because you're going to want to have that as part of your own, meaning the parents own estate planning as well. Because in many cases, um, a child who has special needs, you know, many parents that create um, wills where they leave money to you know children trust and they say oh you know they'll get a certain percentage at this age and a certain percentage at this age and a certain percentage of that age but a child with special needs it's not beneficial to them to inherit money outright um, when they have that diagnosis because it could disqualify them Kent um, for the governmental benefits and, you know, um, that are out there. So, again, um, just pre-planning. But you have to make sure you do it correctly. Um, That's why you have to seek a specialist in that area.
0: Yeah, I mean, in particular, the trust has to be conforming and how it pays out and so forth if the child is getting SSI income, potentially Medicaid and and so forth. What do you think of 529 ABLE plans? I mean, not all states have them, but they have been growing over time. I mean,
1: I... Again, it's just, uh, you know, um, and I applaud um, that legislation that created them. It's just, again, a way to begin to put some money away for the child. Right. Um, so anything that can be done is just a, um, you know, a uh, a really benefic- uh, beneficial arrangement. So yeah. I applaud. I applaud that.
0: Sure. And you talked about getting help a specialist and certainly attorneys, accountants, and financial advisors and so forth. That's certainly all, you know, important um, to really understand, you know, the intricacies of the law and make sure you're working with not just your, you know, maybe standard attorney who's done other stuff for you in the past, but is somebody who, is somebody who really understands the laws and making sure you're not tripping things up and disqualifying your child for different, um, you know, programs and so forth that the government has available. Uh, it, but one of the assessments that people have to make, too, is the functioning level of their children. In particular, um, it's it, some special needs children could still, you know, uh, are potentially high, high enough functioning that they could actually uh, bring in some income, um, uh, not maybe completely self-support, but, you know, they could still um, be somewhat productive. I mean, think of altruism as a, as a wide spectrum, for example. So uh, how... Should parents, you know, go about trying to get that assessment? Because an the accountant attorney is not necessarily going to understand uh, that. I mean, how, how how can they go and get that type of assessment?
1: Well, again, Kent, you know, I think every parent who's listening to this call out there knows that they are the best judge of uh, the, the needs of, and wants of their child or children, I would think. Um, so that's why I think going back to your initial comment <clears throat> or question, I think that really honesty with yourself is really paramount in this situation. Um, you know. Give your, you know, make an honest assessment. Speak to people in, you know, your child's school or whatever program that they attend, because you know there's a lot of great programs out there, and now there's a lot of great programs in schools um, for people with special needs. So get an honest assessment from people who specialize in this field in terms of what do they think. And again, it's very difficult when you first get that initial diagnosis what you think that a 21-year-old or a 25-year-old is going to be when you learn of your child's disability at age 3 or 5 or 7. But that's why it's very important to just be honest with yourself and don't um, overlook what the potential that you can do um, um, for, you know, planning for that child. You know, the key in this instance, Kent, is – to not wait um, to do something, um, you know, start thinking early. Fund an able account if your state permits it. Um, possibly, regardless, establish a special needs trust, just in case. I mean, you, you know, you want to be prepared. And again, this is a long-term plan. It's a lifetime plan for this person. Yeah, you, know, I... you hope for the best. Um, But, you know, we we have to plan for the worst. And, you know, whatever that may be.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, part of that is having the conversation certainly with the doctor as well as the... Um, in, in, in financial planners who specialized in this area to really you know map out what is the potential functioning uh, uh, of the child, as well as things like you know, um, there could be other factors as well in terms of lifespan, health costs, and so forth. So, all, all that requires intricate mapping, uh, and it, it is it, like you said, get, get an early start, but don't be in you know, in denial of the facts and just uh. You know, uh, really get an early start to, to make sure um, you're you're doing a, uh, good by your kid. Uh, Ken, fantastic job! Thanks so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you, Ken. And, Appreciate your time.
0: And you can find out uh, more about Ken Van Lewin uh, by going to his website, which is uh, Van L- uh, Luin um, Co. Again, Van Luin. Lew- uh, in Co. and you're listening to your money, Kent Smethers, Business Radio here at Sirius X M One Thirty Two Live RT since Five to Six PM Eastern.
1: For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play.